0: Welcome to your vibrant creative life, a podcast to uplift and uplevel our creative lives one vibrant step at a time. Here we'll chat about clever business ideas, the beautiful messy creative process, and more. Join me to discover practical spirituality, entrepreneurial tips and tools, and overall light-hearted musings to awaken your creativity and let your soul shine. I invite you to grab a cup of tea and let's dive in. Well hello, it's Lucinda Ray and well, it's been a bit. Oh, welcome back. Been on some pretty big life challenges myself and some kind of personal initiations and being mom to a teenager, moving through his stuff and some other things. So it's just been about five months since I've done a podcast. And I can't even believe where the time has gone. I've been super busy with some creative projects, wrangling our sweet fireball toddler, (laughs) and all the other things life has to offer. And I'll be updating with some of the goodies um, of things that have been going down more soon. But I wanted to just share a little story and yes, tidbits of my learning in the title of this podcast, Lessons I Learned from My Concussion. Okay, it wasn't a huge concussion, that sounds scary, but I think it it was a slight concussion and I'll tell you um, about it, but I really am sharing this from a place of some little epiphanies I had and if I can be in service to share these things, and that's great. And this isn't just the typical, you know, business strategy or technique, this is just life. This is the source energy where we come from and that we leave behind the sacred spark in all that we do. And I just found so deeply in this le- these lessons I've learned, and I'm still processing, this just happened a few days ago, that that is what's truly important, that sacred spark in all we do. It doesn't matter what we're doing so much, is that we're holding that sacred spark dear. So yeah, just last Thursday, um, the first story was... I was walking the dog and I heard an odd voice say something like, you may not be around for much longer, something like that, which I took to mean like die. And it wasn't some divine voice or angelic guide, but it was kind of random enough, but I noticed it and paid attention. And I was like, okay, was that for my 14 year old labradoodle? She's pretty old. She has her time coming up or was it for me? or was it some part of me that's supposed to die? These are all good questions. Um, but I had this little kind of heavy moment. I'm like, well, my response was, well, I'm not ready to go, or I don't want to go. I felt kind of heavy for a moment. And it was an interesting inquiry as well. Like I realized on one level, we're all spirit, we're all eternal, our soul keeps going, we get to experience another incarnation, you know, until we've <laughs> passed our test and merge with the one consciousness if you believe in that and yet i also realize like i feel like i have things i want to do in this life like especially with a little one i think a lot of you parents mamas can relate our little ones make us you know more vulnerable in our mortality because we have such a responsibility and such a desire to watch them grow and nurture them and you know when one's so little you of course want to be present with that It's just one of those 20 or 30 second trains of thoughts where I went through the emotions sort of casually and then surrendered to the great mystery of the beyond of knowing that I have to ultimately accept impermanence. But I was hoping it wasn't too soon. So fast forward to the next day, Uh, my husband needs to run to the store to get groceries for Shabbat dinner that night. And our toddler is having one of his fussy kind of pre-nap whirlwinds. And I'm trying to get him calmed down and also trying to get the brisket and the slow cooker ironically the slow cooker, as fast as I could. So it would be deliciously tender for a special Shabbat meal before sundown, like eight hours later. So I was grabbing the blocks that were strewn across the living room floor and quickly tossing them into the basket and trying to get Ori situated with this next activity. And while the whack of the solid wood entertainment center door that had been left open, colliding with the top back of my skull felt like a bit of a supernova of energy. An artist friend had just recently described her car accident like a big bang of a billion sparkle particles flying every which way. I was kind of thinking more like the characters in the cartoons when (laughs) they get their heads whacked with the anvil or their arch enemy or something hits them and suddenly the drunken birds are swooning around like in a cacophony of out of tune carousel music so I didn't pass out but I did notice it took me a minute to come to and my first thought was okay Ori is over there playing and he's on my right second thought was I better uh, I better fetch my husband to get help with the baby and make sure I'm going to be okay who's still out front talking with the gardener so it was like a bit of like coming to moment and I've hit my head before but this was a doozy and after some dizziness and nausea on my on and off much of the day. Um, Good nap, talking to um, some good friends, and my heroic hubby calling around a couple places and speaking with a doctor friend. I decided to just get checked out at Urgent Care, especially since I heard that voice on Thursday. We rolled in like five minutes before they closed and was seen right away. The doctor had wonderful bedside manners, told me a couple wild stories of really bad concussions back in the day before they did CAT scans and would just basically phone the neurologist to repair the hematoma. Um, not to go into this, these frightening stories, but it did put me at ease as I did not have like dilated eyes or worse symptoms. And he said I should be fine after a day or two. So we're out and even before the sun fully went down. And I spent all day on Shabbat taking naps and healing my body and really spoke to her kindly and asked her what my body needed and truly took an observant Shabbat as a day of rest, which Shabbat is, and stayed off my phone almost the whole day. I rested, I talked with the angels, I contemplated life, contemplated death, came to realize the body is a very mortal thing. My vitality is absolutely precious. Accidents happen. Life is indeed a miracle and totally sacred. When it's our time, it's our time, and we don't always have control of it. Accidents happen but are they really accidents or wake-ups to the next thing? Even if the passage of death is waking us up to the next thing. I had a moment where I thought if I live, insert stunned emoji face, (laughs) I vowed to be more visible and more vulnerable with my online community and my business. I wanted to teach what I know beyond websites and from a deeper place. This is part of the, the spiritual calling within me. I wanted to also be more present in more moments with the ones that I love and my family and my friends. So once again, here I am. And I'm not telling you all this to take part in my minor head trauma, but because of the amazing humility and gifts we have that come from this and these experiences like to slow the heck down. And is a brisket really that important and me fretting about getting the baby calm so I can hurry up and get the right spice rub applied and homemade barbecue sauce whipped up? It's the stress that was around it. It's not worth it. Like Moments like these help those cute phrases like, don't sweat the small stuff and let that shit go really come to light. And I watched the bits of sadness and fear and curiosity over the next few hours if that angel of death donned in her black cloak was sweeping by or not. I know that's a little dramatic. I do have four signs in Scorpio. So I like to think about these deep things. Was it her? Was it a premonition? A little leprechaun telling me how good I have it and I better gratitude up on all I got. I don't know. I'm still here to talk about it. I am fine. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't the worst thing that could have happened. It was just a little wake up. Now I asked the angels if they would please grant me a longer life. If the voice was beyond just the monkey mind, and I had some amazing people praying for me and sending me healing energy, took exquisite care of myself, and probably had a dozen naps to push the way the urge to move books to the bookcase, organize the art studio, work, and so on. And I really own what a highly creative and productive woman I am. While I know most of that is driven by inspiration and workflow and ethics and creativity, I started to question, is some of it just fear of missing out? Like, if I don't do all these things, I might miss out on something. Or like, is it not having to reach the deeper emotions to spend more time in the doing nothingness? Or accessing the sheer expanse of presence staring me in the face? In this, I feel so very blessed. Whatever it was, and I am here to share the lessons in case it may inspire you too. So here they are in no particular order. Lesson number one. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. I had this epiphany on the word mindfulness, like in a whole nother way. Like I know mindfulness is kind of being present with the moment and, you know, thinking about your thoughts and thoughtfulness, but it's like, wow, there's so much that is full in the mind. And like, what do we really want to spend our precious time doing? Staying occupied by our to-do lists or almost like mind emptiness, (laughs) The opposite of mindfulness. And yes, we're these human beings with incredible intellect and ego and divine intelligence streaming through, but it's like, wow, there's so many things. And I also had another lesson in this a few days back where I thought I lost some really major files on my hard drive. And it turned out um, they were all saved, but I saw how many incredible things I had created that I hadn't really give proper launch to. And I'm like, okay, if I'm not really launching these, what is the point? Is it just the creation for the creation pleasure? But these were things that I wanted to get out in the world. So it's like, what are we creating with our minds, you know, and our creative spirit and all those things, but they, they all really spin together. And how are we really honoring those things? So lesson number two Um, It was really, you know, it's about the body temple, so it's just a sweet temple and all the nurturing I'm excited to give her in the next second half, God willing, of my life. Um, You know, really just taking a moment to honor and appreciate how incredible and complex the brain is and the skeletal system and the nervous system and all the fluids running through us and all that life force, just incredible incredible. What a masterpiece we are, this creation, these human bodies that the creator created. It's just just awe-striking. Lesson three was presence is everything. You know, in my day-to-day, I'm super driven by my projects, and in my reflection, looking back, truly, it is the moments of presence that matter. Like, I love the projects, but it's like, Those moments with the baby and seeing the sparkle in his eyes and with family members and people we love, it's just that is where the heart of it is at. Um, Cruising through lesson four is kind of funny. I was like telling my husband because we we might need a date night or something because having a toddler is very focused on them. (laughs) I think I was missing some him and me time and I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to hit my head to get more of your attention (laughs) because he was very doting and caring for me. So, you know, ask for what you desire and we are truly the ones that require our most attention and, you know, the one who you are seeking in love is the right within you and all those things really came to light for me, you know, and after all this inquiry and even um, this podcast, I ponder like, is this really worth my time? Is this worth my mind energy? And in this moment, I say, sure, it helps me gather kind of synthesis to an event. And if it helps a few people with something in their life, then I think that's beautiful. So those were my lessons and my little story. And I just wanted to get back in touch with you all and let you know I'm excited to share more with you soon as I'm really back in the saddle of the sharing and want to share some of the latest unfoldings in other areas of business and life. And for now, here's to each of our Blessed and vibrant creative lives and thank you holy one creator of all life this very breath we are so blessed to be attuned to you to your currency your flow your creativity the spark of the sacred life that flows through us as us thank you for helping us be your presence Thank you for all the gifts that this presence is in our lives, in our moments, in all of our learnings, and all of our lessons. We are so very blessed by this abundant, beautiful life and everything that comes with it. Thank you for guiding us, uplifting us, protecting us with your angels and all the many blessings. We thank you. We love you. Amen. Hey, beautiful soul. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Vibrant Creative Life. If you've liked what you've heard and want to hear more, subscribe through iTunes, and you can help others find this podcast with your generous review and leaving me some stars. I also love it when you share and tag me on social media. It's a wonderful way to connect with new listeners, and I really appreciate it. See you next time.